0: This is The Shift Podcast.
1: Coming up on The Shift Podcast, we had Ryan Recker on the program. We've got that for you from KMOX in St. Louis. We chat a little bit. Mostly the serious question about Christmas movies is Batman Returns, a Christmas movie. We also had Are You Okay on the program. It's coming up on the podcast. What was the best part, Matt? Uh, Are You Okay with COVID mascots or food
2: in a stick, not on a stick, in a stick?
0: And our former producer, Chris Gilbert, also known as the Kiwi, living in Japan, he joins us live with ill-tempered,
1: gunky-eyed raccoons. Yeah, the advice to take from that would be, be careful of the gunky-eyed raccoons, or as Matt calls them, the trash pandas.
3: Let's say hello to America! As America says hello to Canada, connecting the shift and Ryan Recker from Overnight America via KMOX, the voice of St. Louis.
1: I'm Shane Hewitt here on the shift and Ryan Recker is at KMOX in St. Louis down in America. And uh, it is going to be our last conversation with Ryan Recker uh, here on the show tonight. Uh, how are we doing there, Matty, for timing? We doing okay? There we go. We're One more seconds late. There he is. <laughs> Shane, how are you? Matt was so excited, man. We nailed it to the second tonight.
4: Oh, man. I was a few seconds late and I thought, oh, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> and you got us. There's
1: We'll take it. Let's take a second to, 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 salute all of the the guys that make that work, by the way, I mean we get to sit here and we get to have conversation <laughs> about it, but Matt literally, uh, times it out to the second on my end. Matt is my technical operator and, uh, Ryan O'Donnell is the content guy and he, he's got like everything timed out so we can make sure we get there juggles things around. So like the amount of work it takes for everybody to get it down to the second, is quite magical. And we just get to see her and, and talk about it. So, um, uh, it's 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 a wonderful thing. I guess I can say Ryan, uh, Merry Christmas to you because this is your last it's, one here, huh? We're close enough. Yeah.
4: I'm, in fact, I have a couple of Sundays off because of the vacation situation, so I got to use the rest of that time. And it's the last two weeks I'll be off. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: So Merry Christmas to you too. Oh, thanks, buddy. What are the uh, what are the Wrecker family Christmas plans uh, for this year? I mean, is it anything different? You're just gonna. You know, sit at home in the shack and 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 light it up or what? Uh-huh. Yeah, we have my in-laws coming
4: in, so we're going to be able to spend some time with them. They'll drive down to us. Uh, in the past, they've visited us as well, so that won't be much of an issue. Sometimes we would travel, but we have a young one, so it's just a little bit too early to go traveling with her. And because of that, it'll be nice to have them come down, and it'll be nice to spend time with them, too. I try to get some stuff down around the house. The father-in-law helps me with a few things around the house, which is nice too. So I try to, you know, cross a few things off the list, make it functional, and then
1: we'll enjoy Christmas together. In Canada, I've, I, most provinces in Canada have basically asked, by the way, don't visit with family at Christmas time. After what happened with Thanksgiving in Canada, um, is when everything changed. Everything was doing pretty good, COVID-wise, and then Thanksgiving came along. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the numbers have skyrocketed. So um, they've asked for the Mm -hmm. same thing uh, here for Christmas. So I don't even know if I'm going to see my folks. They live, I don't know, 35 minutes away from where I am. But I think we're probably just going to do the the video Christmas this year.
4: Wow. This might be more of an American attitude. But, you know, if they ask you to do things like that, I'd think.
1: No, I don't think I will. I I think I'll
4: uh, still visit with family on Christmas.
1: That's not, it's not only an American thing. There's a lot of Canadians who do it too, <laughs> uh, but everyone's a little fed up. Okay, Ryan, before we got into the break, I took your tip on Batman Returns. Uh, we played Yes, yeah, portion that. of that clip. because. Yep.
4: Because last week we talked about Die Hard, because that's the every single Christmas they bring up. Oh, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? Well, they found another movie that is similar in the sense it's an action movie in would it count as a christmas movie i think it's a very compelling argument
1: i would agree i'd agree it's a very compelling argument i don't know if that i've ever realized it to be a christmas movie the only thing that i would take into this though would be um it never seems to make the run of christmas movies the typical run you always see die hard you always see you know the santa claus you always see um you know, all of these shows that sort of run every year, Elf and Christmas Vacation, but you don't ever see mm-hmm. this one on the run. So, I mean, I don't know, because if it's on TV, it's true. I would say that we could apply that rule here.
4: <laughs> I think they bring up the idea Batman Forever. So is it Batman Forever? Maybe I'm getting mixed up. which Batman Batman, Batman returns. returns. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got the giant Christmas tree. It happens around Mm -hmm. Christmas. They wish 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 each other Merry Christmas. They have snow. They have Christmas songs. They got it all. That should count as a Christmas movie. And there's also some similarities between the Christopher Walken character and the Grinch, which is another Christmas connection. There's all kinds of different things going on there. So it's not just a movie that happens in December. It's a Christmas movie. I would agree that one needs to be added into the discussion
1: um there is a very good point that came up from one of our listeners on the text line had said if it doesn't have eggnog it's not a christmas movie valid point <laughs> another uh, text came in and said uh that means gremlins is also a christmas movie
4: you know it's been so long since i've seen gremlins is there eggnog in gremlins i don't think so There's yeah, a little bit I don't of water a little bit of stand up late much ugly. Yeah, just water. It. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that. My son's been into these really cheesy Christmas movies. It's the dog who saves Christmas or the dog who saves the holidays or the dog that saves Easter. Have you seen any
1: of those? No, I don't. My kids are older now, so I'm lucky. They um they like the swearing and the drinking and movies like Elf. You've already lost out on all the
4: all the the young ones, but there's so many different Christmas movies out there nonstop. I think Lifetime they're already showing their movie. Hallmark Channel's been showing their movies. There was even a Netflix movie this year that showed the radio personalities falling in love. So tis the season. There's it's Mm -hmm. all over the place right now.
1: Yeah, well, that's okay. You know what? We love it. I'm a big fan. I watch uh, C- Christmas Vacation in July every year as well as Christmas time. I've already watched it twice this year, and uh, Matt um, here can quote any line from the movie anytime. So, um, if you ever if you ever stuck for anything, you call Matty. He will give you the quote of the line uh, from the movie. Um, his brain is like a big vault with all these things. What, um, is it yeah, just so anyway, that movie, or was there another movie he can quote at random? I don't know. No, that's about it, hey eh, Matt. Yeah, that and record album yeah. covers. Oh. Huh, he's got all that. those nailed. Yeah. No, that's kind of his jam. Uh but he's at uh, Christmas movies really, that's that's his only shtick. I mean, but he nails it every time. Like the whole thing. The whole movie. It's absolutely remarkable. Oh, um, man! so hey, Ryan, you had talked you had a couple of questions about some things that were going on in Canada that you wanted to sort of uh ask about. Um what did you have on your mind? Because I'm not quite sure that they're even that big of a deal in Canada, but I kind of get why they would be reported elsewhere. Yeah, I saw this
4: um so there's some people that I think reported it. I can't remember which agency I saw it from. So essentially, apparent. So what I understand is that there have there been some Chinese military drills that were happening inside of Canada, and was there some sort of cooperation between the governments to allow Chinese military to do drills in Canada?
1: Yeah, yeah, there was a report that that sort of made it out that was about that, and yes, there were some photos and 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 things reported that the Canadian government had been working with the Chinese uh, army on doing some winter study stuff. Then there was more reports on um, that they had stopped it because it would have been releasing too much information. Anyway, uh, the problem with the the story in Canada is it didn't become a big deal. The the Huawei story, I don't even know how big of a story this is down in America. There was um, there was a woman who was arrested in Vancouver on her way to travel, I think, to America, she was arrested on some of our free trade law type things, Mm -hmm. uh, extradition laws. And she was a big shot with Huawei, the the phone company, the the networking company, and for selling stuff into uh, Iran. And so she was arrested by the Canadians on behalf of on the request of the Americans. Now, when all of this stuff happened to Canadians uh, were arrested in China as what they believe to be uh, retribution on spying charges, air quotes, um, a couple mm-hmm. of journalists, and they've been held now for two years. And mm. so the conversation has been, well, I'll tell you what, you let our executive go and uh, maybe your people can go too. I'm summarizing, of course, and paraphrasing. So all of mm-hmm. these things have been going on um, and they call them the two Michaels because they're both named Michael. And it's been a big fight because the arrest happened at the request of Uh, the Americans, which was believed Mm -hmm. to be done because Trump was squeezing China at the time for tariffs Mm -hmm. and in the trade battle. So politically, it's a bit of a mess because the belief is trying to take it without any sort of partisan look. Trump was squeezing China for trade negotiations they asked to have this lady arrested, which everyone, no one's really disputed that they were sort of up to suspicious, no good. It was at the same time when America was blocking Huawei from their networks. And then these two Canadians got caught in the crossfire, and nothing's been resolved. So as soon as the Chinese government and the Chinese army story started to hit here, it was really pushed by some partisan sides as being a, a real stinker of a thing. Now, do I believe it's a stinker of a thing? Yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire, there probably is a bit of a stinker story there. But because it was really pushed by, by some of the different political sides, it didn't really get much traction. And, and so that's the answer huh. to the story. Yeah. But no, there, there was some, that, there was some handoffs.
4: I'm more confused than anything else. So, so the, Canadian government cooperated with the Chinese government for military drills. How did that play into it? If this we're talking about, you know, different uh, arrests in the different countries.
1: Yeah, well, that's the, the story didn't happen, I think, I think because of the other because of the arrest, the the it was just, oh, a, from I saw so the, right, oh, the story was
4: hidden because of that.
1: Oh, yeah, just, OK. It wasn't really it wasn't hidden so much as it wasn't really accepted widely accepted as being a big story because it was such a part partisan topic in Canada. I yeah. see. OK, now, that's we don't have the same too so. We're sorry, we don't have the same uh, broad- broadcasting like uh, like openly political broadcast uh, lean in mm-hmm. Canada, as as you mm-hmm. see on some of the news networks and down in the States. Yeah,
4: so that that raises other questions then. So should have been reported. Uh, is there mm-hmm. a reason why an independent well, uh, news wouldn't? Uh, it was, but just wasn't played up.
1: Yeah, it just wasn't played up as being that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, But it's, uh, I don't know, I I don't think it was anything super, like, you have to understand, I think that when you look at um, military drills as as the American Army is used to, Mm -hmm. like these big intertwined military drills, I mean, this Mm -hmm. was videos of soldiers wearing snowshoes, playing in the snow, learning how to hide behind trees, like it wasn't like uh, um, (laughs) that you would see these super, like you see the Pacific Rim type military drills where all these countries come together wasn't like that stuff. This was more like um, building snowmen and snow angels in the snow, it looked like.
4: Yeah, it would be. I think it'd be weird in the United States if we invited foreign militaries that we're not friendly with to be part of our drills. Like, I know the United States, they're involved militarily in other countries and help with training. And that has been used as leverage. So back when North Korea was giving the United States, you know, the we're really mad. Type of uh, philosophy, and oh, you better get out of South Korea, and we don't want your training to be down there. And that was kind of the, one of the first times you realized that some of these other countries that take advantage of the United States when it comes to training, like South Korea, in order for the United States, I think, to keep an eye on that whole region, you know, they kind of at least get some footprint out there. And maybe mm-hmm. that's part of the deal of why they do that sort of thing. But it's just, it's so weird to think, you know, what would the United States ever welcome China in to do military drills? It was uh, it, it was just kind of weird in that
1: sense from when I saw that in
5: yeah maybe well, just I, would, a I while. would say
1: that I'd say that you describe it perfectly as in from the perspective of yeah it's really weird it's it's definitely really really weird and it makes it per, certainly perpetuates some of the conspiracy theories about what's going on in the world today politically in general right um you know the uh the great reset and all these sort of conspiracy theories that are out there that have a lot of leverage behind them when governments do silly things or strange things, weird things, as you describe it like this. I mean, did I find it weird? Yeah. I was like, whoa, this really, this is it. I mean, when we have the UK, uh, Britain over here all the time, uh, studying in Canada, I mean, those sort of ally things happen all the time in Canada. In fact, you can even buy British military vehicles on the Canadian government auction site that were old and left here for, for next to nothing. Right. So, um, because the relationships are so tight. So, yeah, you're right. It, I mean, it, and it caught me. I was like, get out of here. This it can't be a thing. And then there was videos and pictures of guys doing it. I was like, whoa, oh, that's kind of weird. Not sure that's cool. Yeah,
4: well, that, that was something that I saw. And I thought oh, I better ask him about that and everything that's going down with everything else. It's about to get buried. Even if that was something, as soon as the vaccine starts to be distributed, that's going to be the number one news story for weeks Is everything vaccine related? So anything that will come up lately will uh, will be buried inevitably.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, tonight's the night. Actually, um, the Sunday night is the night where the vaccines arrive here for distribution starting on Monday and Tuesday. So uh, tomorrow, as of as of Monday, we are going to be throughout the day. That's going to be the lead story throughout the week this week, I'm sure.
4: So do you prioritize it? Is there a way to do it or is it um, like how is it being distributed in Canada?
1: Uh, old folks, frontline workers first, free for everybody in Canada because we have healthcare. care. Um, and mm-hmm. um, that's about it. At, at this point, that's all everybody knows, right? I mean, they expect that it's going to take basically the whole year to get down the list of people who want to get it.
4: Yeah, it's going to be free here in the United States, except we find that sometimes uh healthcare providers take advantage of the patients, meaning they might come in for the vaccine and they'll say, oh, we better run another test real quick to make sure everything's OK. And then they'll charge you for that test. So right. the vaccine itself uh, is going to be free. And that's that's taken care of by the government. Um, and yeah, prioritizing if you're old elderly I guess we should probably say and then mm-hmm. frontline workers sure and then it, when it goes out after that it's a double dose so you got to go twice and I think you have to wait what three weeks in between them something
1: like that it's roughly that long I think yeah and the, the hardest part they're having here of course is the the first one that's coming the Pfizer one is the minus 70 and so it's not like yeah. those ones have to be distributed at the warehouse they can't it's not like they can take them into the old folks homes um, they right so like they can't it's not like you can just go. Show up with this stuff with your little cooler and start giving out shots. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a while. Well, I thought that's what it's viruses. like year
4: round in Canada.
1: <laughs> <It's> minus seventy. <laughs>
4: yeah, just all times. You can just know, leave was, that thing out in the garage and it'll be fine.
1: I don't know. It's been pretty nice. I was, I was like nine degrees. I think last time I was outside because I don't go outside for days at a time now with COVID. But it was, I don't know, it was like nine yeah. degrees Celsius here. Yeah, it's all right. It was beautiful. It's nice. Yeah, but that's the
4: the, the big challenge when it comes to it. But the Moderna, it looks like, will be a little bit easier. And then there's some, I think, that are even starting to be nose sprays. And even when it comes to the vaccine, from what I understand, once it's out of the freezer, you have to use it within five days or four days or whatever it is. So it doesn't have to come, I mean, immediately out like the thing's still going to be steaming cold when they shoot it in your arm. It's not going to be exactly like that,
1: from what I understand. It's going to feel great, by the way.
3: A little minus 50 shot freeze. into your
4: arm.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah wow. Is that so That'll get you going. That's like a shot of espresso, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The opposite, <laughs> man. That's like you, talk, you thought you had a brain freeze from a like a frozen drink. Man, um, you're going to have brain freeze from this <laughs> one. You watch. <laughs> Vaccine freeze.
0: would <laughs> oh, that be something?
1: Or it's like the water boy. Do you remember how he had that
4: glacier water where he kept yeah. it just in case he needed a little pick me up? It'll be cold like that. Always
1: cold. Put that in and you'll have a little pick me up a little pick me up. Hey, Ryan, Merry Christmas, brother. Um, I know that I'll text with you and stuff privately. But uh, on behalf of us, you know, it's been 2020. It's been a great year for us. And, and we can't be we can't share with you how grateful we are to have you on the program and look forward to lots of great uh, stuff in sh- the new year, brother. Shane, thank you so
4: much. Merry Christmas to all you guys. And I'm, I'm glad we get to uh, spend this time together on Sunday nights. It's always something I look forward to. Merry Christmas to you. Merry
1: Christmas, brother.
0: This is the Shift Podcast.
1: I'm uh, Maddie. It's time for us to check the moon dial. Are we good to go here? Can we do some are you ok's? Yeah. Let's see. Let
0: me check. That's.
2: Yep. It's ready. It's ready to go.
1: Oh, we got a new new moon dial this week. All right, let's do it. Are <laughs> you okay? Are you the? RU, the uh, also sounds very similar to a motorboat. That one.
2: Very similar.
1: Mm-hmm. Very similar. Are you okay? Are you okay is your chance to text in and tell us what you're okay with. 877-399-9898. Are you okay with COVID mascots? Uh,
2: like a... I'm just thinking about this. Because the purpose of a mascot is to cheer cheer something on, right? Yeah, cheer it
1: on. Yeah. yeah. Support, fun, good for the kids. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> okay. Um. The... The, the thing for me, if my kids were terrified in person by Dora and Diego.
2: <laughs> oh, like in, in by, sort of mask, real life mascot, like form. real
1: life mascot form, then they're going to be terrified by this. Um, the Alberta government rolled out a new COVID-19 awareness campaign, and the ad is getting some attention online for truly horrifying mascot for COVID-19. I don't get it. It's a terrible idea as far as I'm concerned. Global Edmonton's Fletcher Kent
3: reports really does love parties that's been said many times before just never quite like this (gasps)
0: uncle
3: mike how you doing this is a new ad from the province of alberta part of its new covid loves campaign it shows how covid loves christmas gatherings and parties alberta's chief medical officer of health says these measures are targeted at 20 to 39 year olds the demographic coming down with the most COVID cases.
0: We've been working for many months, actually, to think about how do we better get a message out to that particular group uh, that would resonate with them.
3: Hinshaw hopes humour makes a difference, especially because Christmas is coming, a time traditionally for family gatherings and parties, which she hopes everyone avoids.
0: It can help them think about a situation in a way they otherwise wouldn't have, and it can actually open up discussions sometimes that are hard to open up in other ways.
3: The $2 million campaign runs until March. Ads will appear on TV and on various internet platforms. And there's a COVID loves website. Dan Philpot and Julia Mercury say they like the new campaign. They weren't planning any gatherings in the first place, but they say the ad does make them think differently.
0: They're honestly, they're really good. They're funny, which is nice with ads.
3: Makes it visible when... You go to a party
5: and you think, oh, it's not here, it's, we're fine, it's safe. But when you see that and you think, yeah, it is here.
3: A funny way to drive home a point that's deadly serious. Fletcher Kent, Global News. Uh, here's why it doesn't work. Um, to do ads like
1: that, to target young people with horns in the background like it's uh, parties and gatherings, is not going to hit any 21-year-old pub fair and uh, young person going to see that and go, you know what, I'm not going to go to a pub today or I'm not going to go to my buddy's house party and get smashed. It's not going to do it. They're not watching that anyway. And that, that that's why it doesn't work. It also is incredibly um, one-sided. It just talks about the gatherings. And in Alberta, contact tracing has been under the um, the column of dissatisfied, I would say, by most Albertans. And there has been no evidence that has been shared by the government saying that these are the scenarios where most of the spread is coming from. So it seems a little bit inconsistent. At least there's been no anything to support it other than to support the current agenda that's being shared by the government and all the briefings. If if the gatherings were the only cause or the biggest cause, then everything else is shut down too, right? The restaurants are shut down. The yeah. boxing clubs are shut down. The gyms are shut down. The hockey shut down. Gymnastics is shut down. And so if, if social, ga- that's why it doesn't make sense. And this is why it's just a big old waste of money. You know, high five for trying to represent it uh, differently, but no way. Like it just doesn't work. Anyway, it sucks because, uh, there are so many, like people just want to know, people want to know, well, wait a second, what's going on here and why is this happening? And the governments won't tell us that because then if they're wrong, then they look bad and that's it. It's politics in order to make sure that everybody looks good, you know, and I'm sure that there's a lot of good reasons why we shouldn't be doing certain things. But in Alberta, it's been a big fight because you couldn't have your friends over to your house for a drink. Uh, But if you wanted to go have a drink and play a slot machine at a casino, you could do that. Uh, You could. Not anymore. But it took a long time to get there. 877-399-9898. Are you okay? Are you okay with crime fighting Santa? (laughs) Yeah. um,
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's Someone's got to... uh, no, no, no. We we respect our local police and our you know <laughs> police here in Canada. They're they're, they're, they're nice doing catch. a great you know doing a great job and all that stuff. But you know it'd be good if it had some help from uh, from Mister Claus.
0: Yeah, you know I think it's cool. It's, uh, it's cool. And you know I saw that Mel Gibson movie that just came out, Fat Man, where he plays Santa Claus, who a young boy hires a hitman on him because he gets put on the naughty list, and then you know Mel Gibson does what Mel Gibson does, and it's cool seeing Santa be a badass you know because you think about it he's a mythical being of pure joy so to put that to work fighting crime count count me in
1: yeah he can put some work in police in california were able to make an arrest this weekend thanks to old chris kringle and one of his trusty elves the today show had the story
3: And two suspected thieves were caught by Santa Claus himself, earning themselves a spot on the naughty list. This wild video from Riverside, California, shows Santa and one of his trusty elves
0: stopping two men outside a Target store. They jumped into action and grabbed the suspects after they noticed a car being stolen. Santa's actually an undercover detective. They picked the wrong Santa to mess with, right? The elf (laughs) is a police officer. The two were stationed there
1: to help catch shoplifters. Who knew that there was a CrossFit? at the North Pole. That guy just took him down. <laughs> <laughs> I think CrossFit makes you fit. I don't think that makes you like, like ninja tough. I don't know if that how that's how that works. <laughs> All right, love yeah, I don't it. Think a that's a in the uh, contract undercover Santa. Um, Yes, of course, we were able to find the original clip. You can hear a man dressed as an elf hold a man in custody while the uh, other suspect tries to escalate. There's a lot of men and suspects going on here. This is the original audio of, of the situation, hopefully not escalating.
2: Get on your knees. Yeah, you got to get that guy. What's wrong is you try to steal a car, but your buddy stole the car.
0: I didn't try to steal anything. What the get him, Santa! Santa!
1: <laughs> Get him. Him. oh it's amazing uh that's is a police officer or the elf have the potty mouth there in that video oh
0: it's the it's the guy who's being arrested every other there, there's about 40 seconds i cut out from that entire clip of them just i there's only so many beeps i can put in a clip you know i you gotta mm. keep it pg and uh beep, beep. so yeah beep beep.
1: love it 877-399-9898. Are you okay? We have time for another quick one here. Are you okay with food on a stick? Always. I yes. always yes. love food on a stick. Any food on a stick all the days for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm, we agree. Uh, TikTok page Unnecessary Inventions recently posted a video that shows off a creation called the Avocado on a Stick. The invention appears to be an empty deodorant container that has been filled with mashed avocado.
2: (laughs) I invented the easiest way to make avocado toast meet the avocado on a stick. This handy little container features fresh mashed avocado. And you can twist this little knob to reveal a little bit more avocado. Then you just grab a piece of toast and spread on your avocado.
0: The fastest avocado toast ever. Wow. Wouldn't that be avocado in a stick then if it's coming out of a stick?
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. Right? Um, Well, avocado goes bad quick. So here's the thing. I'm all for the capitalism. I'm all for it. Good for you for coming up with an idea. That is a terrible example of how lazy our society is. Avocado (laughs) toast, for example, paying $15 or $20 for avocado toast at a restaurant is absurd. This is a generational lecture here. (laughs) <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, that's absurd. $15 or $20 for avocado toast. Then, like, it's an avocado with a little bit of seasoning mixed in and squished with a fork. It is the easiest thing in the world to do. You're done it in about 45 seconds. And if we, it's like shredded cheese. If we get to a point where we can no longer mash an avocado without buying it pre mashed in the store, like shredding cheese, oh my God that is where our society is that is as indicative as arrows on a grocery store floor so we can know which way to go during covid to get milk my god
0: it's the shift podcast
1: at this time of the program we've got to welcome another important voice back to the show from halfway around the world Uh, it's time for the international dispatch let's go
2: Welcome to the International Dispatch, from our world citizen, live from Japan, New Zealand's Chris Gilbert.
1: Uh, he's a, a Kiwi that was Canadian at heart and now living in Tokyo. Makes total sense. Here he is. Hi, Chris.
5: Hey, I was Canadian in heart and in physical presence for, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a while there, a good while. I felt a lot longer than it really was, thanks to everything that happened this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm no, still here. very much Canadian in my bones. He-
1: into bones um here he is in tokyo getting ready for christmas time getting ready to move because you know what why not why not just yeah move to another country move to another apartment celebrate christmas during a pandemic it all makes sense how you guys doing
5: keep it coming eh? just you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's not hard enough just make it a bit harder you know honestly (laughs) Yeah, um, You know, we're, we're actually, like, we're honestly just waiting for it to be over.
1: <laughs> just adopt a couple of kids, too, maybe. Why not? Like, yeah. foster some children, some puppies, maybe. That, I mean, That's throw serious. some more stuff on
5: there. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to be over. It's like the end of the week, we have an apartment. We're going to be living like normal humans, and that is it. It's finished. Like, it's, it's done. Like, we're, gonna, we're not going to have any furniture. We're not going to have a bed. We're not going to have potato chip Gilbert yet, but it's okay. It, it mm. like the, it'll be over now. We can just be normal humans, just for one day, you know. So um, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be a relief. I was actually like, I listened to the start of the show, Shane, and uh, I I caught uh, the way you opened it, which was um, I think you were quoting somebody you were talking to who said the goal of 2020 was um, just don't die, which um. Which, by the way, is a great way to open a show on a Sunday. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, well, everybody's Welcome still to here. New week. Well, that's the standard <laughs> yeah. we're setting, man. That's the standard. Did we, we lose got. anybody? Roll call. <laughs> Roll call. Sundays, man. Roll right call.
1: How about everybody check in
5: just in case? <laughs> but um, I was thinking about that, and I was just like, uh, I was just thinking of thinking back to that first. Well, I guess there's only really been one, but that first lockdown in Canada back in April, May time. And everyone being like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to use this time to, you know, create a kombucha culture using my own Mm -hmm. gym socks, you know, and, oh, I'm going to learn how to crochet. I'm I'm going to learn how to eat. Yeah, I'm going to eat more green beans, you know, like, (laughs) like those, those things that you come up with when you're like ferociously hungover and Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm going to look after myself from now on, you know, and. And I was just thinking about that time and how hilarious that seems now. Like Mm -hmm. all of that energy we had, you know, just to to do to better ourselves. And and I'm sitting here in my Tokyo apartment and I've been here for like two months now, pretty much doing nothing. And I have the energy to pretty much do nothing. Like (laughs) for me, yeah, for me, (laughs) if I get up, if I get up, I wash myself. I eat something that has more than two colors in it. And I, uh, I'll look, you know, and then I don't die. And, uh, <laughs> and it's That's a it. win.
1: <laughs> That's a win, man. No more uh, YouTube yoga instruction in order to improve your life. And now it's just, nah. I had Froot Loops. There was three colors. I'm covered. That's it, man. That's if the world anything,
5: if, if anything, get a little bit worse, you know. Stop, stop trying to be so good all
1: the time. Everybody. <laughs> that's the new standard. Lower the standard, therefore, it's easier to raise yeah. the standard. That's good. Yeah,
5: and I would add one thing to it though, which is don't die, and if you can,
1: try not to kill anybody else. Uh, in the meantime, riding. that's a good. That's a very yeah. good point. Don't die, and try mm-hmm. not to kill your neighbor at the same time.
5: Yeah, like wear a mask. Um, do be responsible. Don't die. Try not to kill anybody. And I will say one final thing at the end of the year is coming up and I am positively licking my lips waiting for like those wacky end of year roundups that reporters do on the news. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what they're going to do for 2020. It's just going to be like, oh, 2020 was a year of ups and downs. You know, September brought 50,000 deaths, but, you know, Kim Kardashian... Kardashian totally owned Trump on Twitter for saying quifival or something. You know what it's gonna be. <laughs> death, death, death. Oh, yeah. Well, we they're are. gonna count down the it's... top
1: news story of the year. Uh now here's yeah. our countdown of the top news story of the year. Number yeah. one. And <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> no- number number one through thirty-seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh man. It's so yeah. crazy.
5: But, um so, while well, we're on you know, it, there. its it is it we're almost there, and you know what? Like I am looking forward to having a very nice very chill very not dying um kentucky fried christmas so that's that's something to look forward to yeah
1: i been thinking about it man you've got me tempted the uh the japanese tradition of kentucky fried christmas i was thinking about doing it's it here thing. why not it's a thing that's a thing yeah what else and
5: is going I, I on in chris yeah, I will just start off actually by um, just on on the the level of uh, lowering standards. I wanted to tell you guys uh, <laughs> about a, about a, a, a great innovation um, that I apologized to Matt. I linked to him while he was doing his octopus arms on the desk, and he was like, "Go away, I'm working." And I'm like, "I'm sorry," um, well, but
2: I was the, I, I was more polite about it. I was like, "Can you share that because I'm working?"
5: said you <laughs> were very polite about it. I put more energy in into the voice. It was. I defamed Matthew. My apologies. Oh, I'm sorry again, <laughs> Matt. Um, Whatever. I'm but this is, story. <laughs> um, this is a story. This uh, is a story. It's not really a story. It's more of a product that I'm promoting. But Aoki, which is a, a, a department store here, I, I think, or some kind of holdings company, they've invented a pajama suit. So nice. you can literally get straight out of bed and straight on your Zoom call, and you don't even have to do anything because you're already wearing your suit so it's very nice it's got like a nice like a white under pajama and then a slightly darker like cardigan that goes over it and a pair of pajama pants which look like um dress pants but everything is made from like cottony pajama material so you can sleep in your suit get up don't shower don't eat just put some cold water through your hair get straight on the zoom call so um again japan yes. is leading the way in, in innovations of laziness
1: I like that. That's a great idea. We should do would that here in the it? shift. Yeah, absolutely. I would. You know how many times I go in front of a Zoom call or a, a Teams call, and then the camera comes on. And I'm like, oh crap! I got to put clothes on. I forget all the time. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
5: clothes, man. This is what's what's one what extra thing, you know. Well, it takes clothes. energy to put
2: clothes on, or at least get the yeah. right clothes together. My
1: biggest thing about COVID. <laughs> is the fact that, um, and I talked to Handy Andy, Andy Barrar on how to do this, but my biggest thing in COVID is the fact that I can't turn on my coffee pot and have coffee delivered from the basement. Delivery used to be this thing that used to come to your door and someone would bring it to you and you'd be happy to go to the door and pick up your coffee. No, no. Or your, your meal. No, no. Now I want it in my bed because it is too far <laughs> out of the way to go down the stairs to the front door and pick up the food or go to the coffee pot. So I want my coffee pot to turn on. When I wake up, because I don't always know when that is, and I when I'm lying in bed, I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. Push the button. Here's the coffee. But then I still have to go get the coffee. So short of moving my coffee pot into my bedroom, this is the biggest thing, that my biggest laziness thing that COVID has done for me.
5: Well, you know, following my uh, theme of, you know, do worse, be worse, just get your kids to do it for you. Turn them into little... Uh... Little butlers.
1: I do. They are good at that. They're pretty good at yeah, that. They pour worse. the rye and whiskey. They pour the whiskey, uh, whiskey Coke a little strong, but aside from that, they're good. Someone,
2: <laughs> someone get daddy another beer. Yeah.
1: While <laughs> you're up. <laughs> He's turning into that. Oh, no. I am. That's me, man. I'm that guy. That's absolutely me. Are you comfortable with daddy that, though? That- I am. <laughs> and while absolutely.
2: While you're at it, make me a sandwich.
1: Absolutely. That's the whole point, right? Like, that's the point of why you have kids. <laughs> I can't wait.
5: can't wait to have a little butler me's running around the house. I,
1: I tell you, it's amazing. <laughs> My tea is about 20 minutes late. Well, sh- well <laughs> so then the kids will be like, hey, can I have a cranberry ginger ale? And I'll be like, yeah, no problem. Get me a strongbow will you, while you're up. So I'm not really letting guess- them have a cranberry. I'm just not willing to say no so I can get a strongbow.
5: Hmm. I'm, I'm actually quite concerned by how enthusiastically you've adopted this idea, Shane.
1: Oh, I do. I live by it. <laughs> I do. I really do. It's a beautiful thing.
5: We have three minutes left. Can we talk about raccoons?
1: Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Because
5: <laughs> I really want to talk about raccoons, but Shane wants to talk about how much he gets his oh, kids to bring him coffees and beers while he's in I'm bed. So but. Lazy. In no- Knoxville, Tennessee um, has a problem with raccoons. It's been uh, overrun uh, by raccoons. It hasn't, And not just any raccoons, ill-tempered raccoons, bad bad tempered raccoons are all over Knoxville. So um, uh, let's quickly, uh, let's get into the first part of that story. Right
3: now we have a much higher population of raccoons than usual. The video is from
0: Paul Osborne's point of view as he works to trap a raccoon infected with distemper.
3: Osborne says he gets calls about nuisance raccoons more now than ever. We should have um, somewhere around three raccoons to five raccoons per square kilometer. We're seeing in excess of 15, sometimes Ooh. up in the 20s.
2: Great Scott! My goodness,
5: <laughs> that's 4,000 raccoons, by the way, in Knoxville. Um, but I just like that. I, I went round the back of my house and counted. <laughs> Why should I usually have a median of about three or four raccoons? I counted 23 raccoons in that ditch over there last Sunday. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like, I love this guy. Are they are raccoons? No. I, th-
0: I thought they were no. ra- I thought oh, I thought they were. Because they're they're evolving man. Are they? I think they are.
5: <laughs> super super raccoon?
0: Oh yeah. We should be afraid. What can they do? Very afraid. You'd be watching too well, many Spider Man films.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's possible, because <laughs>
5: um, I've only seen a raccoon once in my life, and it was under the bus at Stanley Park. Because I, when I was a tourist, and you know, I first moved to Vancouver, and you know, COVID wasn't around yet. I caught the bus at Stanley Park with all the other tourists, and everyone had their phones out filming the raccoons that were running around at the bus stop, running, rummaging through the garbage. And that was a good, you know, I'd say that's one PM in the afternoon. So based on that anecdotal evidence, I'm going to go ahead and say they are not nocturnal.
1: I think they do but, lots at night time. I I think when they're they're primarily nocturnal, but they'll do both. But if you're feeding them in the daytime out of garbage at a park, I would imagine they don't mind getting up early to have some lunch, you know. Do we have time to play some more? Sure. Okay, let's play the next clip. The reason for the
0: large population, Osborne says, is a lack of predators and an abundance of food. Illnesses like distemper can make raccoons act aggressively towards pets or
3: humans. In a sick raccoon, you can start with a face. The eyes a lot of times will be gunky.
0: Oh. gunky oh. Zombie gonna, i
5: just I just want to imagine the person who's gonna go up like well hold a second hold a second like let's get let's get a closer look at this raccoon here <laughs> Get right oh. up into its face, yeah, this one's got the gunky eyes's got <laughs> the gunky eyes. this, is, uh, <sighs>
2: this one's a zombie trash panda
1: he's a lost oh, cause oh man, we got time oh. to run all the raccoons once Chris all right, let's keep going then
0: if you see a raccoon put your animals up, call us. We'll come get it. The Knoxville Police Department Animal Control has also seen an uptick in raccoon-related calls. Last night on our shift, we picked up five. Animal Control says it will come and trap any raccoons in the city. Outside of Knoxville, TWRA says they partner with trappers who will come get the animals for a fee. We've picked them up
4: downtown off of um, Jackson Street to the furthest part of the city.
0: So the next time you see one outside your home.
4: Don't pick it up. We've had so many people pick up the raccoon
0: thinking it was a pet. It is not.
5: <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, put the raccoon down, ma'am.
1: <laughs>
5: but he's so cute.
1: He's got uh, gunky eyes. eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Gunky eyes. That's like when your a pet little has Little friend. Let me help you with that. Let me get that gunk out of your eyes there, little raccoon man.
5: Oh. Ma'am, no. It's not a pet. It's a man that is a raccoon with gunky eyes.
1: Love it. You want to get the last one here, Chris?
3: Yeah, let's 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 hit it. Trappers say a sick raccoon may also have matted fur and look as though it is struggling for balance.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: like most people I know.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's
5: a kid, or it just a little bit half cut? A half cut raccoon walking sideways down the street like a crab. Yeah. Sounds like it's oh, hung okay.
0: over. It's like a hunger yeah. raccoon,
1: but all, all the, the time. Tico-
5: yeah. Raccoons are yeah. Well, there you go. That's your that's your very raccoony international dispatch for the week.
1: That is beautiful, Chris it. Gilbert. Sir Christopher, thank you very much. Good luck with your uh, moving in your boxes, and we'll chat with you again soon, brother. It's great to see your face. Yeah, Merry Sir Christmas. Christopher Gilbert here on the shift. Merry Christmas to you.